If you were hoping to hear another one of these Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcasts, well, I got good news for you. You're in business. The very best news for you. Uh, That's what we're about to do. That's what we are engaged in. That is our current endeavor. Welcome. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for leaving reviews. My name is Dave. This is my partner, Darren, and you're about to hear some of what we got done on our morning show, which you can hear on an actual real live radio station, Planet 93.9, the Quad Cities Real Alternative Radio. This podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Nature's Treatment offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, and edibles. You can get on the waiting list there and reserve your time if you go to the website, ntillinois.com. And we begin a look back at what we got done today with number one. Number one. 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 These kids today. I tell you what the problem is with these kids today, Darren. Their hair is too long and their pants are too tight, but they're the only kids we got. God God bless them. God bless them. Topeka, Kansas, the Shawnee County Sheriff's Office says a 17-year-old boy was taken into custody early on Saturday morning following an incident at the Petro Deli, just north of Topeka, Kansas. Sheriff's Office said when they responded to the scene at 3.30 in the morning on Saturday, they found this 17-year-old boy naked and under the influence. Sheriff said the teenager had covered himself in ranch dressing and damaged property inside the deli. I tell you what, this ranch dressing, it is very popular among young people. I mean, crazy. That they cover themselves in it? They go crazy for ranch dressing. I don't know what it is. I, it's, I, it's not just a Midwestern thing. It's a. It's teenagers and the Midwest. Teenagers and the Midwest. We are doing some grocery shopping the other day. And my wife, we were there in the uh, dairy section. And my wife says, you know what? I, it's been a while since we've had some cheese curds. We should get some cheese curds. I go, great. You don't have to t- twist my arm for cheese curds. I'll love them. She says, well, which, which one can we have? Because there's all these flavors. She goes, you pick. Which one should we get? You and, pick, Mr. Picky. And I say, look at that. Ranch cheese curds. Uh-huh. Uh, that sounds good. And she goes, gross. Now we're not having them. And we move so away. I- I just like you can have any one you want. So I pick one and then it's well, now no one gets cheese curds. I, if you're not going to take this seriously, I wish you would have just grabbed the cheese curds and and we didn't have to have this conversation. We're in the store. We really shouldn't be talking anyway. We should be using sign language. <laughs> All the flavor. What are we? Seal Team Six? <laughs> just pointing at things? Yes. Oh, look at all these flavors. Which one should we get? Well, if you're asking me, I want ranch. Now no one gets cheese curds. If you're not going to take this seriously, we're out of here. This is too much talking. <laughs> well, we we had masks on. I understand, we can talk. Still. <laughs> keep keep the dialogue to a minimum. Let's move. This kid covers himself. He gets naked, covers himself in ranch dressing then damaged property inside the deli. After that, he ran outside the deli and jumped into a running vehicle and then crashed it into a pillar. So someone must have left their car running. So someone wasn't waiting for him. No, no. Because typically, if you're the getaway driver, um, you don't move over for the person to jump in and drive. Not when they're high 
uh, and naked and covered in ranch dressing. Sheriff says the deputies took the teen into custody and then to a local hospital where he was released to his parents. Uh, they say here, we're happy to report that no one was injured during this incident. I bet that's a fun call to get at 3.30 in the morning. We got your boy. It's the sheriff's office. He was found naked, covered in ranch dressing. <laughs> I is a kite. Yep, that sounds like him. We ate your kid. He's higher than a giraffe's ass, naked and covered in ranch dressing. Yep. Come get him at the hospital. Oh, this oh is boy. not a false alarm. That's him. <laughs> Apple of my eye. That's our boy. <laughs> Good morning, good morning, everybody. In the news this morning, good morning. Yes, good morning. Uh, we have uh, some news here of a uh, an Iowa businessman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is in Dickinson County. Now, I have to confess this as an Iowan. I don't know the names of all 99 counties, and no. I had to double check to make sure this wasn't a yumbo because Dickinson County. No that one does. Seems a little fishy to me. Uh, Dickinson County is a Spirit Lake. All right. Named after Daniel S. Dickinson, who was a U.S. senator for New York. What? <laughs> okay. Why? Thanks for why, helping. <laughs> why we're naming one of our counties after a U.S. senator from New York, I don't know. But this is way north and west, uh, Dickinson County. It's uh, it's on the border with Minnesota, all right? Uh, huh? This businessman is uh, in the news for stealing election signs. Huh. Stole an election sign. Just one? Yeah. Stole an election sign, and they wrote up a story about it in the paper there in Dickinson County. So he was... The Dickinson County News. So he was caught doing it. Yes. Pete DeJager does not want you to know that he stole an election sign. All right. They wrote a story about it in the September 2nd edition of the Dickinson County News. Yes. Part of their roundup, you know, the smaller papers tend to round up local crimes. So it's like a little, like a little police blotter mention. Yes. Well, he didn't like that idea of of being mentioned. Being mentioned. So uh, he he went around and stole all the copies of the newspaper in town, so that no one would know that he did it. And how many is that? Well, it says the the, the paper says that they learned the copies of their latest edition all went suspiciously missing at stores throughout the region. Dickinson County News staff writer Seth Boyles says our editorial decision at that point was just to treat the lawn sign theft like any other small crime. Yeah. But when the newspapers started disappearing, well... Now that's headlines. Then it became a stranger issue. This guy has pled guilty to theft and trespassing for swiping about $20 worth of newspapers from a Jiffy gas station in Spirit Lake, Iowa. He paid back two other convenience stores for the newspapers that he stole. So you're in the news for stealing something. You don't want anyone to find out. So you go and you steal the newspapers some, that report your crime. Some of the papers. Not all of the papers. As many as he could. As many as he could. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were getting... Listen, I don't think the Dickinson County News is in a lot of places. I think if you hit the Jiffy gas station and a couple other convenience stores, that's probably that where cleans it out. That's probably where all the newspapers are going, right? Okay. So he's pled guilty to that theft, and I mean, he took twenty dollars worth of papers. So what? Are they, what is that? Twenty dollars worth of papers. Yes. Wiped out the whole circulation. The whole uh-huh. Jiffy gas station there in Dickinson is out of. Copies. I don't see how we're staying in business. <laughs> 
If we're creating $20 worth of newspapers a week. The story first started to unravel when a local delivery driver who drops off mail to the newspaper office every day asked for a copy of that day's paper, something that he had never once done before. According to, the again, the, the editor there, Dickinson County uh, staff writer Seth Boys, uh, he says that this delivery driver, who had never asked for a copy of the paper before, delivery driver told us there were no papers anywhere along his route all day. Can't find them. And he also happened to mention that there was one location, at least, that told them that they had some footage of a guy stealing all of the papers on their security cameras. So that's when the newspaper and decided to make some... That's when they were set into action. That's when the newspaper were like... We got a story. We finally have some local news we can go and cover. I'm going to put on my press hat. They called all of the places in Dickinson County. Yeah, they're gone. Where the Dickinson County news is sold and discovered five locations had their copies stolen. And several of those locations had security footage of a man walking out with the newspapers. The newspaper instantly had a hunch who that man could be. Well, yeah. Well, ask yourself who's got motive. Who profits from the Dickinson County News is it the disappearing same from the Jiffy gas station? Is it the same guy that's on all the film? Quote, I got to thinking about why anyone would want to take all the papers, and it did occur to me that we'd run that police blotter, what we call the sirens in that week's edition. It was kind of a long shot, we thought, but, you know, maybe it was him. So when they interviewed the first store owner who had the security footage, he brought the photos, and there it is, uh, D. Yeager taking the papers. That's him. Yeah. Yeah, The he shows a picture, and, uh, and the gas station guy goes, yeah, that's him. He was wearing a mask, but that sure does look like him. The paper is not only available online, but subscribers get the paper mailed directly to their house. So stealing papers out of the racks is going to have an effect, but not as large as an effect as someone would think. Okay, that was going to be one of my questions, if people actually get it delivered to their house. The Jiffy station decided that they would press charges against Mm. this guy, but the others decided to leave well enough alone. No, the Jiffy station, we play hardball. (laughs) Well, the general manager of the Okaboji Come and Go says that she recognized Diego from the security footage. Oh, yeah. And knows him by name. He's a regular customer and a friendly one. So instead of calling the cops, she waited for him to walk back in the store where she confronted him directly. What are you up to? What gives? Hey. Why so crazy? Sit down. I want to have a talk to you. What kind of Mayberry is that up there? I know what I did. I did what I wrong. Instead of calling the cops, she confronted him directly. At first, he denied stealing the papers, claiming to have confused them with another part of the paper that's free and filled with coupons. But he later returned, confessed, and paid for all of the stolen copies. Two other shops there in Dickinson County that have the Dickinson County News say that Diego also paid them back. He went around to all the various convenience stores. Some of them opted not to press charges if he agreed to come in and pay for the papers. Like he's a kid. Like the kid who stole the candy bar. Right. Go and tell the man you're sorry. I know what I did. (laughs) 
Here's the thing. The initial story of this guy stealing the election sign, again, was in the police blotter. We call it the siren section. Mm -hmm. And it was three sentences away, tucked away on page three. Now you go around stealing our newspapers. That's front page news, buddy boy. In color. (laughs) Now you've made the front page. This is the first time we've ever used a color photo. One of the uh, one of the newspapermen says here it's making waves in the community for sure, and it's probably one of our more popular stories in recent times. And other papers are picking up on the story. It's the most popular story ever. <laughs> That's it. That's it. If he would have just let it let it ride, take the beating from sirens, yeah, we wouldn't be t- we pe- wouldn't be talking about that this. People may or may not look at right. Um, this story has saved the paper. This guy says, my publisher told me today that someone with the Washington Post called. So it's catching quite a lot of attention. So now you've made a bad situation worse. And now everyone's talking about it. How, again, this uh, businessman, this Pete DeJager there in uh, Okaboji, Spirit Lake, uh, stole an election sign. Somehow this turned into national news. (laughs) And now... It's our nation's top story. We interrupt this program. (laughs) Right in the middle of the game. Game two of the World Series. They're going to break in with this news. That one looks like it could go all the... We interrupt game two of the World Series. Papergate! 2020. He may be... It could be a situation, too, with the... The political sign, mm-hmm. it could be that he, I mean, at first you think, oh, well, then he must he must disagree with that candidate. Right. Well, it could be that, no, I agree with that candidate. I just wanted that sign for my yard. <laughs> Six- I just didn't know where to get one. Number three. 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 James Cameron announcing that his Avatar 2 movie yeah. is 100% complete. There you go. Avatar 2 is done. It's ready to, to come out. What's what's worth pointing out is its release date is December 16th, 2022. Boy. So we are more than two years away from Avatar 2. Uh, have you seen the original Avatar? No. I know that they're like skinny Smurfs. Yeah. Uh, it was a movie that, that came out, and I never saw it in the theater, and that was one that everyone said, you have to see it in the theater. And it was the, I, th- I think it still is the top grossing movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Didn't see it in the theater. Watched it about a year ago on DVD, and uh, it was it was okay. My uh, my son kind of long though, isn't it? Yeah, my son who was ten at the time when we finally got done. Uh, my he was wife, eleven. My wife had seen it in the theaters, so she bailed like halfway through. She's like, "I've I've seen this already. I don't need to finish this. You you boys finish this." And my son, who was 10 at the time, when we finally powered our way through the end, uh, his review was, and I think this was the best review, he said, that was about 45 minutes longer than it needed to be. I'm like, that's that kind is... of his take on everything, Well, though. that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter whether it's... That didn't need to be. Whether it's a a visit to the doctor's office or. uh, (laughs) That's a good point. Going to see grandma and grandpa. Well, no, he he, he can't get enough grandma and grandpa time. Okay, well, maybe that one. But 
Um, the trick avatar, or treating. The Avatar movie. It was just like I. We didn't need that to be that long, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's a hundred." Yeah, he would correct. probably shave about forty-five minutes off uh, uh, the trick or treating hours. If well, he, they they do. Him and his friends don't use the entire time. Yeah, which I think is crazy. You've got like a two-hour window, and then he'll walk in the house like an hour in. Like that's enough. I've had enough. It's going to take me a couple weeks to eat what I have. I don't need to, you know. I don't need to be a jerk about it, which I think, again, is weird. If, if I were 10, I would have watched Avatar and been completely enthralled with all of it. And when it was trick-or-treating time, I left the house two minutes before it started and came home five minutes after it was over, like, and, and was serious about it. You know, with him, it's like, yeah, it's fine. If you could trick-or-treat for anything, what would you trick-or-treat for? Oh, wow. I guess beer would be good. Yeah. Beer wouldn't be you'd bad. St- you'd stay out the full three hours for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, depending on what the beer is, though. But you could always trade. And then when you, when you get done, then you could bring back your... Trades. Bring back your wheelbarrows, because I would imagine that's what you would use. Mm, yeah, probably. And then you could just say... Can't walk around I'll, with a pillowcase I'll, I'll full give, of I, beer cans. I, I know you like this. Mm-hmm. Give me this. Not bad. Not bad. Avatar 2 comes out December 16th, 2022. Avatar 3 is December 20th, 2024. Avatar 4 is December 18th, 2026. And Avatar 5 is December 22nd, 2028. So they're making four sequels to this thing. Which, and again, having seen it, I will just tell you, I don't know how you can advance the story. Boy, that sounds like a hell of a commitment. Right? I mean, that's what you want to do? For a decade. Is Avatar movies. Although that's what they did with the uh, Lord of the Rings thing, didn't they? Didn't they knock all three of them out at once? Right, but that was three. I know, it's three is a different number. And, I mean, we knew with Lord of the Rings that people were going to be interested in that. I guess you you can make this sort of plan when you're making sequels to what is the highest grossing movie of all time, right? It's not that much of a gamble. It seems like a gamble to me. Because I just I don't know that I'll have any interest in seeing any more Avatar. Technically, Avatar Five is uh, Avatar Balboa. No, not bad, not bad. So Avatar Two is a hundred percent complete, and Avatar Three, he says, is about ninety five percent done. Sigourney Weaver is in the headlines because she is returning to the Avatar. She's movies. in that, huh? Yeah, and again. I saw this movie like a year ago. Can you tell it's her? Or is she just a voiceover? No, she's just all voiceovers. No, she's, she's herself. But then she's also a, a, a avatar lady. So there are human beings in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I think she dies in the movie. But then I think, do they bring her back to life? As an alien? Yeah, I don't, rem- I don't remember. But I could have sworn she's dead. Isn't but there talk that uh, there's going to be another be. Die Hard movie? I'm not heard. I have not heard that. I thought I saw that floating around out there. Really? There was some sort of uh, Bruce Willis chatter. Is it him breaking into Phil Collins's Miami house? Because I'd watch that. Why do you think it'd be him? Why? What do you mean? Why would Bruce Willis be breaking into his house, Phil Collins? Well, I mean, house? Phil Collins has that crazy ex-wife that's there at the armed guards. Yeah. What if Phil Collins hires uh, Bruce Willis to break into the house and get his stuff out for oh, him? Oh, I see. I got gotcha. you. I'd, I'd watch that. Sounds like a Christmas movie to me. That's ridiculous. 
So Avatar 2 is done, Avatar 3 is 95% done, and Sigourney Weaver is returning to the franchise. And she says in a new interview with the New York Times that the work for this shoot was very demanding. The first sequel, Avatar 2, explores the underwater worlds of the fictional planet Pandora. So that meant that the actors all had to perform while submerged underwater. She tells the Times that she spent a large part of her prep work deep sea diving in Key West and Hawaii, where she would recline on the ocean floor while manta rays glided over her. Boy, that James Cameron loves water, doesn't he? She also had to train with elite military divers so that she could hold her breath. After a big gulp of supplemental oxygen, she had to, for this movie, and keep in mind, this is an actress, Darren, yeah. who is 70 years old. I was going to say. I mean, Sigourney Weaver's a stone-cold fox. Let's not kid each other. But she's 70, and for this movie, she had to hold her breath underwater for six minutes. What? Yeah. Weaver and other cast members all had to hold their breath. The longer that they could hold their breath, the more takes Cameron could film in a single period underwater. So they're all underwater holding their breath Uh for six minutes. She says, I had some concerns. (laughs) But that's what the training was for. And I I really wanted to do this. I didn't want... Anyone to think, oh, she's old, she can't do this. She was 70 when they were filming this. But that only motivated her to pull off all of the prep work, such as holding her breath underwater for six minutes. They had to learn not to squint or clamp their mouth shut. Does Terminator ever go swimming? Mm, I don't remember that ever happening. I mean, a robot in water probably is not a good idea. Well, unless you've got it all you know, figured out, you think- all sealed up. Because I would just think the Terminator could really mm-hmm. go, go fast, almost like a speedboat in the water. <laughs> Don't you think? Maybe. I mean, why, why couldn't he? Terminator, he, does he fly at all? Does he, Terminator fly? Can he fly? No. Okay. No, he's just a... So that's not one of his functions, is no. flying. No, he's not a superhero. He's a Terminator. No, I know he's a Terminator, but he's got powers, doesn't he? <laughs> no, he's just a robot. Okay, well, robots he doesn't have, have powers. Powers? What do you mean powers? Like a speedboat. This is as stupid as when you told me you thought that Death Star was Darth Vader's father. It Well. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Robots don't have some power. Kind of... Robots don't have powers. They're not wizards. Well, okay, they don't have to... A robot can't fly? No. Have you ever heard of a drone? But the Terminator... The Terminator couldn't turn into a drone? They're not Transformers. They're robots. Okay, well, they could just still fly. No. And all of a sudden, a, prope- no. a propeller comes out of his back, and next thing you know, he's... He's not Inspector Gadget. He's a <laughs> Terminator. He can't... Well, you're... It's, it's, it, it's like you're not taking anything from the James Cameron universe seriously, Darren. What else did he make? Well, he did the Terminator movies. No he one. did Aliens with Sigourney Weaver. He's done, uh, well, uh, there was the, the movie with, that took place underwater, The Abyss. Sea, water. Yeah. yeah. Titanic, it's water. All, it's all the same movies. It's all water. Yeah. How Sigourney Weaver's even in this movie when she died in the first one, I don't know. But we'll see. Uh, and I guess Kate, oh, uh, Kate Winslet's in the movies, too. 
and uh, she was in Titanic, which was a James Cameron movie. Was she naked in this one, too? Um, it doesn't say. In Avatar? My guess is she's not, but maybe. Uh, it depends, I guess, if they need that or not. Depends on how well the movies uh, do at the box office. I don't know. This time they just draw a character, a caricature of her. Let me ask you this, David. In uh, Titanic, I never saw the Terminator. In Titanic, does does that ship have any powers? Can the Titanic fly? Could have flown over those icebergs. I think uh, that's something they should have looked at. You've never seen any Terminator movies? No. Wow. How many are there? Oh gosh, it's quite a franchise. I think there's six of them. Well, the Titanic could fly. Maybe there's there's <laughs> no. what's the ghost ship? The Flying Dutchman. It's got flying right in its name. That's a ship. Let me ask you this. Is Titanic the Terminator's dad? The the, the Terminator franchise, you got your uh, your the Terminator. There yeah, was a got there, that one. There was a TV show too, but I don't know that that counts for the franchise. You got your uh, T2, right? It's Is called it? T2? T2. Rise of the Machines, I believe. Oh, right? Rise of the Machines. Right, that was the uh, the big the big one. I think that the, the these movies now have done so poorly that they're done with the Terminators. No, wait, Terminator Three was Rise of the Machines. Now you got me all confused. But the last Terminator that even had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and and we all kind of said no thanks. Terminator, thank you for the texts. T uh, two is Judgment Day. Thank you. Terminator 2 is Judgment Day. T3 is Rise of the Machines. Thank you. Terminator movies have made $3 billion at the box office. Mm. But not the last couple ones. Not great. Then there was Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis, and then last year Terminator Dark Fate came out. So there are, what did I say? There were there were six? There are six. And no, they don't have powers. <laughs> Well, I don't think not that. necessarily powers, but capabilities. Well, they can kill and hunt humans and terminate them. That's it. But only on land. Yeah, and I don't. There's no. I didn't see the last two movies. I don't think they can swim. I shouldn't. I shouldn't dismiss your question. It could be. Yeah, if you don't know, <laughs> it could be that they they swim. I don't know. We, well, not swim so much as mm. as as like um, they're like a speedboat. <laughs> It's not real swimming. So, like, their feet turn into propellers? Yeah. Something comes out of his back. Like a fin, and then he's got a propeller coming out of his shoes or something. <laughs> okay, someone has asked the question, can a Terminator swim? Yeah. And we have an answer. Yeah. Uh, it says here, I think the Terminator would be too heavy, as most of its hyper-alloy covered with living tissue, maybe some fake muscles to smooth parts out, it would sink like a stone. Not, I'm not talking about swimming so much. The T-800 model could simply walk across the sea bottom if it needed to, although getting stuck in the mud would be a problem. Assuming that it's sufficiently waterproof, salt water would play havoc with the electronics, Darren. The T-1000 could sample a boat, but it would have no means of propelling it. Why not? Okay, I... The T-1000 is something that can sample other things and become them? There you go. Did, did there you the, go. Did the Terminators turn into Transformers? Did I miss that? 
It could sample a porpoise or a large sea turtle. See? And you thought I was crazy. It's made out of liquid metal, and I'm that might not be buoyant. With enough power, you could do it. <laughs> so wait a minute. You're telling me these Terminators could turn into dolphins? Yep. What the Sam Hill? None of it makes any sense now. Aren't you glad I asked the question? Well, <laughs> can the Terminator swim? Or turn into a speedboat. <laughs> All right. The whole thing is... I thought, like I a, thought like you were asking... Like a Bond movie. Yeah. No, it's like the Lotus Esprit that turns into a submarine. A car turning into a submarine is one thing. A robot turning into a, a submarine with a propeller and all that. Now, my willing suspension of disbelief is canceled, Darren. And you've ruined Terminator movies Maybe this will me. be in the new one. They're not making a new one. Oh, maybe Avatar. Maybe Arnold has a cameo as a submarine. Is that what you're looking for? And then I fly around in Pandora and all of this. Look at me, I'm under the oh, sea. Oh, you've got him so worked up. Oh, I'm in a frenzy over all of the sea foam and all of this. Just look at me. Just I'm so buoyant, fl- floating around in the Pandora Sea and all of this. Just make sure you keep your cigar out of the water. <laughs> Four. 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 I've shared with you before how I use television to kind of gauge what time of year it is, right? TV specials, for whatever reason resonate with me like i need to watch it's a wonderful life or it's not christmas can you still buy a tv guide you know my mother-in-law got some sort of deal where there was a free subscription to it Uh uh-huh and she didn't want it so she offered it to us yeah and we're like no tv guide you're talking about a hard Uh, copy yes a hard copy of it because it's just built into everyone's tvs now i don't know that that's a thing i I, are they out a, of business? Well, there's a TV Guide channel, and there's... Yeah. I don't know that there's the, the hard Because copy. they used to have them as you checked out. Right. And they're cert- I don't think they're there now. I've not seen them there. Usually it's just a retrospective magazine of whatever actor just died. Mm-hmm. That and, of course, the, you know, the, the tabloids to let you know why Kim's leaving Kanye and what Miley Cyrus is up to now. I think they're just more of a, a an internet thing. I don't know that they have hard copies of them anymore. Do they still publish? Uh, you're you're right because you don't see that. Mm-mm. Yeah, TV Guide magazine. You can get it for just nineteen ninety five for a full year. Well, that's so not they, a bad price. That's got uh, some uh, crosswords in it, doesn't it? Does it come out? Yeah, and it's every week, right? Yeah, I have to have it every week. Yeah, no, they still have it, buddy. It's still something you can't get. You can go in there and highlight the shows you want to watch. I just don't know where to get it, other than I think the only way to get it is to subscribe, right? Has anyone seen these at the the checkout lanes? I bring this up because it's, you know, going to be Halloween in 10 days. Yeah. And usually I'm looking for It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Mm -hmm. on uh, ABC. Which you should be able to find in uh, a TV guide. There you go. Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, when we were kids, it would have been on WHBF Channel 4. Now, you're not saying that you wouldn't know it was Halloween if you didn't see that. I'm just saying it doesn't feel right to me to not watch. For it to come and go without watching it? Right. I don't think I could do Christmas without watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's just, that's just how I'm wired. And I'm not saying it's right. It's just who I am. I need to watch Rudolph 
for us to begin the Christmas season. Okay, so if and Rudolph need, comes and goes, and oh Rudolph my, is on basically like what a week or two before Christmas. Yeah, they show it. Well, well, I think it's a lot earlier than that. I think they show it like December second or. But you're not going to cancel third. Christmas if you didn't see it. I'm not saying I would cancel Christmas, but I would be. I would be just off. I think it's just, I can't imagine not watching it. I bring this up because growing up, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown was on CBS, and then ABC got the rights to all of those specials in the year 2000. For the last 20 years, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown has been on Channel 8. Was that right? Yeah. Remember, too, when we were kids, it would be on Channel 4, and they would have, it was always brought to you by... uh, Dolly Madison snack cakes. Do you remember that? The, the the peanut specials? I believe that. Well, I'm bringing this up because The Great Pumpkin will not be on Channel 8 this year. Mm. And it will not be on Channel 4 this year. Oh, boy. In fact, it won't be on television the way you remember television at all. Because Apple owns it now. Ah. And if you want to watch... It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or even a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's another thing that I have to watch. When Linus says, lights, please. Ah, I cry every year at that stupid Peanuts cartoon. You can only watch it on Apple TV. You have to stream it. It's not going to be broadcast. I'm just going to have to remember what it was, I guess. The classic Peanuts specials, which have been on broadcast TV for decades... We'll now have that exclusive streaming home on the Apple subscription-based TV platform. Apple is working to produ- uh, with uh, the people at Peanuts to produce new Peanuts holiday specials, including a Mother's Day special, an Earth Day special, and a Peanuts New Year's Eve special. Peanuts New Year's Eve? <laughs> I might be on board with that one. Will they have like a little drunk... Uh, uh, <laughs> Who's the most likely? Kathy to be- Griffin. <laughs> Which of the Peanuts characters is most likely to make a fool of themselves at the, at the New Year's Eve party? Oh, Pigpen! It's Pigpen, of course. It's Pigpen. I mean, come on. <laughs> Just stumbling around, drunk and filthy, talking about what a crummy year he's had. And 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 you think he's filthy? You should hear him talk <laughs> with a couple of beers in him. Oh my God. Yeah, so the only way to watch The Great Pumpkin will be if you have an Apple TV. Uh, if you have that 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 service, the Apple TV service. Which I have, but I don't think I have it for much longer because I got it when I got my new phone last year. They so gave you, you might a, not make it? They gave me a, a free year subscription. I will not pay for Apple TV. It's just not worth it. But with without the... The Great Pumpkin. I suppose you could buy it. Don't on DVD. you have it on DVD? No, man. Because I don't. Would need... you want me to get that for you? No, because I want to be able to watch it along with everybody else. That's been the whole thing for me. Is we're all watching it as a as a America together. You know, you know what we should be watching, which is a lot more important than the Great Pumpkin. What's that? Pull in Halloween special. Now, see, we still haven't pulled the trigger on that because you've had that on DVD for years, and I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. Pretty good. I've just seen clips. Pretty good. With with Kiss and Margaret Hamilton and what, who are the other special guests? Uh, you've got um, Pinky Tuscadero. Roz Kelly's on there. Okay. Yeah. Pinky Tuscadero. Betty White's on it. What does Betty White do? Betty White, I think, is like, um, she plays like uh, the Good Witch. <laughs> okay. 
But is she doing it as Sue Ann Evans? Um, no. Is she doing that gimmick? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we should at least get some of the... I need to bring that in so at least we have some audio of it. Halloween, Paul Lynn Halloween special aired on Channel 8, October 29th, 1976. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Billy Hayes stars as Witchy Poo. That's right. From HR. Yeah, Puff she's there. Stuff. She's there. That's wild. So that would have aired in 76, and then Kiss was the special guest. That's a- was that their national uh, debut? Like, with their first. Well, that would have been before The Phantom. Mm hmm. So, I mean, as far as the first time they were on television, they probably they were probably on the Midnight Special and all that stuff before then. Hmm. Interesting. The Paul Lynn Halloween <laughs> special. Kiss and Betty White together. They've been waiting for a project, and they finally found it in Paul Lynn's Halloween special in 1976. Reading here a, an article on MeTV.com. And they say some consider disco to be the boiled-down essence of 70s pop culture, but that does not quite cover it. Not everyone liked disco. In fact, a bunch of head-banging, beer-crushing rock jocks blew up a pile of disco records in the Chicago White Sox outfield, as you might remember. No, if any art form truly encapsulates the entirety of 70s culture, it is the variety show. After all, the variety show was not an art form, it was all art forms. They go on to say here that, that the Paul Lynn show basically is the 70s diluted into a, a, a one-hour special. Mm. Paul Lynn Halloween special scores high on the What Am I Even Watching Right Now novelty right. Because it amps up two key factors that make a 70s variety show a 70s variety show. The number of fads and utter randomness of its guest list. This baby had everything. Children's television characters, heavy metal, trucking, he shows up in a bunny outfit. Disco, Betty White, 1930s Hollywood stars, minor sitcom actors, monsters, cowboy hats, and buckets of rhinestones. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. Tim Conway is on this thing? Why are they not showing this at a drive-in? Maybe we can make that happen. Is that something we can make happen? We've been looking for a, a, a reason to... To have a together. public viewing of it. <laughs> this is a safe way to do it, huh? Paul Lynn slips into a red wig, well, a mat of chest hair, and a white Elvis jumpsuit covered in several bedazzler lo- loads of rhinestone. Calls himself oh, the rhinestone right. trucker. That's the right, the rhinestone trucker skit. Yeah, that's good. And engages in a big rig, big of a bit of big rig humor with Tim Conway, aka Long Haul Howard. The two crack jokes into CBs and realize they're driving home to meet the same woman, Kinky Pinky. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. We've got to watch this. Yeah, we should have it the, this at a drive-in, and whenever you approve of what's going on during <laughs> the special, you just honk your horn. Five. 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 Number five. Joey Ramone would be a pretty easy Halloween costume to throw together. I suppose so. I don't. I can't think of another band. Might need stilts. <laughs> walking around on stilts that's not bad we have stilts at home why in, in the garage for what reason it's an excellent question <laughs> <laughs> we did a cleaning of the garage um well maybe a month ago month and a half ago mm-hmm. and uh, yeah there in the corner are stilts 
Ron, is, it for, is it for painting? No, Rhonda's son had stilts as a young boy. And for some reason... Like for fun? For fun. There must have been... Really? Yes. And for some reason, we still need... His childhood stilts. His childhood stilts are in the garage. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, I don't see him using them ever again. Black wig, sunglasses, Ramones t-shirt, jean jacket, and jeans. There you go. I'm Joey Ramone. Do you need the stilts? Do you want the stilts? Well, I don't know that I... I don't... Knowing me, uh, Darren, as well as you do, do you think stilts is a good idea for me? Yeah, I don't even know why I brought it up. <laughs> do you I mean, think if, if you can't you think ha- if you can handle a ladder, you're I not going to handle ladders again. Ladders are fine. I can balance myself pretty well on a ladder. Stilts, I think I'm asking for it. I don't need to knock out any more of my pretty teeth. Pretty much anyone is. Yeah. Really. Right. Thank you. Ramones, the only band I can think of where it's okay for you to wear your own band's t-shirt. Yeah. Right? Like, we wouldn't put up with that from anyone else. Does anyone else do that? I can't think of any other bands where I th- I they th- wear their own merch no. and, and we're okay with it. Like, yeah. No, I think, didn't Joe Elliott wear Def Leppard t-shirts? No, I don't think, I've never seen that. No? Did okay. he? Or was that just the Union Jack t-shirt? I thought he wore some Def Leppard t-shirts. I, th- I th- okay. I, Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm picturing him in the cut-up Union Jack No, shirts, I know there's that. but which, And they've kind of made the Union Jack their thing, but I don't yeah. know that he's walking around in a Def Leppard t-shirt. He's not, huh? I'm just trying to think if... Has anyone else even attempted to do that? I think if he wore a slang t-shirt, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be kind of okay. Yeah, that's, why is that your favorite record? Huh? Why do you love slang so much? Well, Every time Def Leppard gets mentioned... You gotta go to slang. Well, because it just never gets the credit it deserves. <laughs> I can't. You have a rule too, or, or and maybe it's just an unwritten rule. Like you're not supposed to wear the the concert T-shirt to the concert for the band you're seeing. I got in trouble years I, ago for going to a Matthew Sweet show wearing my Matthew Sweet shirt because everyone was like, "Why are you being that guy?" I what? Would, I got a 100% fun shirt. When am I going to get a chance to wear this again? I would say that it would be okay if you were, like, cold. <laughs> and you needed one additional layer to put on. But otherwise, you know, save it for it's a later. It's simply not done. Well, I'm not saying that it's not done. People do do it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's looked down upon. How many bands, though, wear their merchandise? And almost exclusively, their merchandise and... With Ramones, we're like, yeah, no, absolutely. Do Maybe that. they had nothing else to wear. <laughs> well, that's, that's like I need, I need, I need a shirt for the gig tonight, and <laughs> we brought some. Somebody texting here on the text line: "Go as a zombie, Joey Ramone." I don't know that there's really much you'd have to. No, that's <laughs> just not... the same costume, right? I don't know how you would. Yeah, Joey, you'd didn't, Joey didn't look all that alive when he was with us. <laughs> no. He did not. We have already knocked out the story of the, and this is something that happens every year. As sure as you're born, when it gets to be this time of year, there are two stories that that you can't change it. We're always going to have these stories. There's the story of an of a Halloween decorations that are so terrifying, people call the cops because they think they've seen a dead body. Yes. And the inverse is a dead body 
that people just assume is Halloween decorations. We've already had both of those stories this year. It's already done. Mm-hmm. It's October 21st. We've already knocked those stories out. Last week, we got them both done. This is an interesting one that I'd like to maybe add into the Halloween folder of stories from every year. Uh, an, an old folks home had to take down their Halloween window display because it was just all gravestones featuring R.I.P. on it. And they got a bunch of complaints at this assisted living facility. Who was complaining? Well, relatives. One relative left in tears after seeing the distasteful and insensitive display. Now, they weren't putting... Like, okay, say it's Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yes. And you had a bunch of hearts. Uh Uh-huh. And then you would put the name of... Some of the residents, es- all of, of all the residents, right? Esther and Harold were and they doing, Betty. Were they doing the same? No, with the little gravestones. No, it just says R.I.P. Yeah, but then their name underneath no, it. No, their names aren't on it. Concerns were raised, and the uh, care home staff have now removed the display, and they're saying they didn't want to cause anyone to be upset. But a number of relatives spoke out after seeing the display. They, they say the image of the gravestones on yeah. display there at the assisted living facility yeah. go too far in light of the high level of deaths in care homes as a result of COVID-19. Okay. So typically, so... Like, it's almost like they're saying, we wouldn't have had a problem in with a it normal if it were year, any other year. Yeah, okay, I got you. There's a, a story in Kansas where, like, there were 70 people at the assisted living facility, and they're all gone, they're every awful. single one of them. But so maybe maybe this isn't the year for gravestones at the old folks' home. But maybe no year is the year for like keep it light. Have it be you know well, skeletons in, unless, and Frankenstein. Unless the, the unless the people that live there mm-hmm. kind of vote on it and go, yeah, it's okay. But... <laughs> Look, it's hard enough to get people to visit. I mean, us. if we're going to put our names on shamrocks for uh, St. Patrick's Day, right. I don't know why we can't. Put our names on little but again, tombstones. Darren, their names were not on the tombstone. You're making that part of the story. Up. I'm just saying. That's what you'd it's like c- to see. Kind of a fun thing. I wouldn't. <laughs> that would be your suggestion. I, I wouldn't have a big problem with it. So at some point, many many years from now, when you're not many, a, when you're in an assisted living, not home, many, you're going to be the one that raises your hand at the monthly meeting, going, "Now ask for the Halloween decorations. I've got an idea. You know what will really? I want us people to put get our own names on there." <laughs> And put like a date that's like, well, I know. that's like a week in the future. <laughs> I don't know that you need to put dates on it. Oh, that's, or you could go okay. around. So that's where the line is for you. you could, don't put dates on it. That's well, where the well, line is. There's no is. reason to tempt fate. <laughs> he must have known. Look. Look at, look at the decoration. It's the actual day he died. Or if you could do, I mean, like a lot of times they will have that at convenience stores or mm-hmm. whatever where they're selling, maybe it's the MDA or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you can put your name on it. They charge you a couple dollars and sure. you put that up on the thing. Uh-huh. Do that. Raise a little money for the home. So then people can donate money and put whatever name they want. So like the least popular resident just has Everybody's all of... Got, everyone's going after one guy. <laughs> Why does Gary have 38 Because we hate Gary. Gary's the worst. Complains about everything. Gary sucks. We hate you, Gary. I know. 
Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. Gosh, it's fun to do a morning show with you, Petra. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for uh, doing it with I me. I feel that way, too. And thank you that it's fun to do a show with you. Is that, did did I say bitch. that right? That's that's how it's coming across. I'm sorry. Son of a gun, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the show. That's it. We're done. Uh, we're, we'll have more uh, for you, but uh, this episode... Uh, you made it all the way through. Congrats. Yeah, it was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan. They also have a location on West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan is open every day. Galesburg's open weekdays and Saturdays. And uh, you should sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment of Illinois on Twitter and Instagram. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Representing. This is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Davin Boy. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. And that's how she wrote.